Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Kata Nation Studios. I am here with Rodnia Atik. Hi, Alex. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for having me. And we're here to talk about uh, your restaurant, El Borrego Restaurant. Let's just first start of where did this restaurant started? When did it start? How long has it been around? Okay, uh, it's it's a very it's a very nice story. In fact, uh, we started uh, more than twenty two years ago, and uh, I was in um, I was uh, out of college. You know, I had a degree, and then I was working in Tijuana in a newspaper. I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I had a a I think it's a Bachelor of Science in International Studies. So long story short, I was working in a newspaper and then my mom saw that there were no lamb tacos in San Diego. So that's where the, the idea was born, you know, to have a, a, she, she one day she come and told me, you know what, there are no lamb tacos in San Diego. I think we should do something about that. And I was like, mom, really? I went to college and you want me to sell tacos? And she was like, yes, it's going to be a business for you and for your brother. Long story short, we start uh, doing tests. It was like a farmer's market to see if it worked. It was in a driveway. And I, I said farmer's market because that's it was in my, um, in a, in my aunt, aunt's convenience store. So we started that. It was in... 1999 and or 2000 to see if it worked long story short it was only saturdays and sundays from eight in the morning till 2 p.m uh, because that's the way that we eat barbacoa in mexico so we started like that and uh, three months later i was working in the newspaper from monday to friday and then we were um doing the barbacoa thing saturdays and sundays and uh on the third month uh, it was crazy. We were selling 600 pounds of lamb in one weekend. So we were talking of 2,400 pounds in a month, which is only eight days because it was only Saturday and Sunday in a month. So times four weeks that has a month is eight days. So we were selling 2,400 uh, pounds of lamb. And that's how we started. And then uh, the people start saying, you know what? I don't want to wait a weekend to, to see if I can eat lamb tacos. So you have to open a restaurant. And the, they said, I told my father to go to El Borrego. I told my compadre to go to El Borrego. And I was like, who has El Borrego? You are El Borrego. You sell lamb. So it was a no-brainer to name the restaurant that way. And, uh, and then we started looking for a, a spot. And uh, it took us like six months. We were looking in Chula Vista, in Point Loma, many places. And then we find out in City Heights, the location where we are at 4280 El Cajon Boulevard in San Diego. And that's, uh, we opened El Borrego on October 13, 2005. So it's going to be, we, we already passed the 18 years. So we are going for 19 years in business now. Nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> and that's crazy because I've been in City Heights probably all my life. And I only heard about you guys back in 2018. In my okay. freshman year of college, that was the first time I ever heard of you guys. Okay. Yes. You know what? We are we are not exactly in the in a prime location. What I mean is that we don't have parking. We are, are not in a corner. I, I we are really proud because the people, if they know about us, is from mouth to mouth recommendation, which I think is one of the best. Is because they they were uh, so happy when they were eating 
I have customers that uh, they haven't crossed the border in 10 years, 15 years, and they are eating and they're like, oh my God. It's like I'm in Mexico in my grandma's backyard in a Sunday. So our uh, when they know about the restaurant, it's because it's a mouth-to-mouth recommendation. I, and I think what is one of the best. Friends are a huge impact into what keeps uh, the restaurant going. And But I want to know more about how is it that your family is impacting your career in owning the restaurant? Well, um, my mom, she didn't force me. <laughs> she didn't tease my arm in order to say, okay, let's go to the restaurant. But it was, it was, a, it was a good combination between my mom and I. My, my, my brother was at the beginning. Right now he's working in construction. Uh, he only comes and eats at the restaurant but the thing is that um it was a it was a great combination because my mom knows the back of the restaurant how to cook you know uh, very simple things and she makes something like uh, it it passed all the the sentiment it passed all these traditions you know in the sauce in everything and for me if being in the front of the house it, it was very easy i like to talk to people i think we 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 did a great team i could do many other things you know but i choose to be here with my mom and in a family business and i'm very proud because it gives a lot of uh, satisfaction we are very proud that the people comes and they said oh i feel like i'm eating in in your your backyard that you just opened the the doors of your house and we are eating in, in your backyard so I think that's pretty amazing, and uh, it leaves it leaves something deeper, you know. And we are passing traditions. Uh, we are uh, giving a sentiment when they are eating something, and they are sharing with the family. I see right now kids that were running when you enter, uh, go into the inside of the restaurant. There is a little ramp, so these kids were running when they were kids, you know, and they were like two, three years old. And right now they come with uh, girlfriends or their friends and they are so proud to show what's really a Mexican food. They say, I'm going to show you how to eat a lamb taco. I'm going to show you how to eat the broth, the consomme or the chilaquiles. This is the way that we do it in Mexico. I think we're leaving something to our our customers behind the food and behind the tradition, behind the the experience to go to the restaurant, there's something that is staying in in them and is reminding them family and sharing something with with everyone else. So we are very proud about that. And you mentioned, I think uh, it was on the vlog that I made of you, Maxine and Luz, where I heard you say that you are originally from Acapulco and I want to know a little bit about your background and how does that come into play with El Borrego Rest. Yes, uh, I'm from Acapulco. I was born in, in, in Acapulco and I left when I was 11, 14, when I was at the age of 14. And uh, we have a lot of uh, family born and raised in San Diego. So we, I used to come when I was a little girl, I used to come very often, maybe twice a, a, a year to Los Angeles and San Diego. I have a lot of cousins here from La Mesa. And uh, since I was a little girl, the funny part is that because I'm so tall, I never, I wasn't able to find any shoes, you know, and the clothes was horrible in the south of Mexico. So we used to come here and get all my shoes, you know, for the semester for the school. I, I, I used to uh, wear these um, uh, in the school that, I don't know how to call those shoes that has a white front and then like the strap, like a black strap and they have laces. I don't know, but I, I think there is a, a name for those shoes. 
So those shoes, I wasn't able to get it uh, over there in, in all my size. So we used to, used to come here uh, twice a year in order to get uh, my clothes, you know, and visit the family. So uh, I'm very, um, we were here uh, very often since I was a little girl. So when I was 14, my mom decided to move uh, to Tijuana and, um, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> um, share with me about some of the plates that you cook. Share with us about the food that you make um, at El Borrego. And I want to know some of your favorite things to make. We started, it's very funny because we started with the lamb barbacoa, which is our specialty. That's the name of the El Borrego means the lamb. So that's how we started, and that's why we named uh, the restaurant El Borrego, because our specialty is lamb. And do you know that uh, to make a barbacoa is something very, very special? It's because somebody's getting married, and because there's a quinceañera. Barbacoa, it's a very special food. It takes hours, involves everyone in the family, because one day before, they are doing the pit, they are putting all the, the, the maguey leaves, and then uh, they are putting the, the meat. And they are covering the meat and they, they close the, 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 the pit 12 hours later, 10 hours later. The next day, everybody gets around the, the pit and they start taking the pieces of the lamb. Somebody's making their tortillas on the side. Somebody's making the salsa. That's how we started because we thought that there were no lamb tacos. And we wanted to bring that tradition about family, about something special, the barbacoa. And we started with squash blossom quesadillas, the corn truffle quesadillas, something very simple, the chilaquiles, the roll tacos. In fact, when we opened the restaurant, we designed the menu. And instead of naming uh, one pound of lamb, we named it half a kilo of pound, half a kilo of lamb. That, that way we wanted to transport you, teach you know that half a kilo is one pound or one, or, uh, one kilo are two pounds. So we started like that. And the people was really connecting and they were like, oh, half a kilo. Oh, I remember when I used to go to buy the lamb, the barbacoa. So we started with a simple menu with both tacos, with the broth, with the consomme, the quesadilla, the chilaquiles. And uh, it was it was something awesome. Uh, the people was really happy. They were bringing all the families. And then when recession hit on 2008. We, we decided to open the menu and start uh, uh, doing burritos because the people were, were asking, can you, can you make a burrito? And I was like, no, we are only selling lamb barbacoa with handmade corn tortillas. So with the recession, with the recession kit, we have to open and that, that's what we have been doing. We have been opening it X amount of years. According to the economy, we have to open more things, you know, to have more variety. And to please everyone, you know, that comes to the restaurant. So right now we have the chilaquiles, we have the enchiladas, we made a very good mole. We introduced the green pork pozole, which is the, the area where I'm from, which is Acapulco, which is typically only on Thursdays, but we extended Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have the cactus salad, the beans, the guacamole, we made it when you order, the aguas frescas, like the horchata. I know that Alex loves the Jamaica, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and then the, the juices, you know. So we are try we have a small menu, very specific, 
And uh, we are trying to introduce more and more stuff. No, and uh, honestly, the food is uh, fantastic. If you guys haven't mm-hmm. gotten a chance to go, to go, it's the food is really good. And like Thank Lonia you. said, the Jamaica is honestly the best <laughs> Jamaica I've had. Like, every- <laughs> Thank you. And it's very funny, Alex, because the, the, our salsas that we use to make the chilaquiles or the enchiladas, which are green, red, and mole, are very simple. They only have like three, four, five ingredients, stuff, not the mole. But uh, these are very simple things, and that's why the people they I think they feel pretty connected because we don't we don't put like a, a lot of ingredients in order to make it better. We just put like a couple of ingredients, and uh, it's very simple. And I think that's what the people appreciate. Another thing that I know people are going to appreciate is your involvement with City Heights in particular. I know you were a part of a program with the San Diego Futures Foundation, and you even had like events such as El Cajon's uh, event for Dia de los Muertos. You had a flower crown shop with Arte de Luz. How, what made you kind of start getting more involved with your community? I think that's something basic because our friends, our customers, you know, they are around the area. In fact, they're like a couple of my favorite restaurants, and but they are not in my way. And they are maybe uh, a couple of blocks away. But the thing is that it has to be on your way in maybe three mile radius. So it's very important to be part of that, the community, to know who your neighbor is, you know, and to have a, a good relationship. If there is something that they need, like a, a, like a gift card or something to participate or get involved in the community, we do it. We are really happy to do it because that's, those are the, the, the people that support us. So why don't support them? So I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty important to get involved with anyone around you. And if we can do it and we can support them, we're going to do it. So yeah, that's something very important for us, for my mom and I. Well, the year is wrapping up pretty soon. So I want to know, you know, you mentioned that you're going to hit 19 years pretty quick. What is next for El Borrego um, in 2023? It's very funny because uh, we have the front of the restaurant. I, I think a lot of people doesn't know that we have a patio that we opened three years ago. It's a project that uh, took us since 2015. So it took us almost uh, uh, seven years to get ready with that project. And it's 2,000 square feet on the back of the restaurant. It's a beautiful space and it's an an outdoor seating. We can feed 80 to 100 people. We have plants and we have shade and that we have a, a beautiful bar that we have beer on tap. And I think a lot of people doesn't know that. And uh, we want to do so many things. <laughs> First of all, uh, we want to promote the patio and tell everyone that there is a space that they can use for the conferences, for uh, family gatherings, for uh, special events, for a quinceañera, for a small wedding, breakfast uh, reunion from work or whatever. There is a beautiful space that we have on the back. So we, are, uh, we want to use it and uh, we need to use it. And uh, one of the other things that we want is to have more traffic around the area. That's what we need. A lot of people ask why you don't open later. The thing is that uh, what works for us is uh, the hours from eight to four. And we try, uh, when we open on 2005, we try for five years to be open to eight o'clock. It didn't work. We need to have more traffic. Uh, we need maybe an, a brewery on the corner. We need a, a maybe another restaurant. We need to make it like a circuit. 
and uh, they just opened uh, a, three buildings uh, next to CVS. So we are hoping with that traffic, we're gonna be able to open later. So one of our goals is to be open later in the future, but we need that traffic. Yeah, it's an amazing place. And I, I want this place to succeed and I want to keep going for as long as I can. And this is kind of where you come in because I think you're the first restaurant I've had. I've had coffee shops. I've had like little bakeries, but this is like the first restaurant that I've actually had on the show. So I want to know what advice would you want to give to anybody that wants to run a restaurant that wants to start a business like this, similar to yours? Well, you have to be willing to be married to the restaurant. <laughs> the thing is that there's a lot, a lot of hours because bef- when when you open is the prep before that to have everything warm, and then when you close to have everything clean and ready for the next day. So there is a lot of hours involved, and there's a lot of sacrifices. Like uh, my husband has different shifts. You know, I have a I I work in the morning and I I open uh, today. We opened the restaurant at eight and right now it's eight o'clock and I just got home. So there's a lot of hours that you have to be there. And I think the key is the passion. And I think it's everywhere. And every job that you had, uh, you have to be passionate about what you do. I really enjoy, like I told you at the beginning, I really enjoy to see the customer sitting and they transport to another place. I, that's very rewarding for us. And uh, my mom loves, you know, to make these little things and, and see how the people is enjoying. That's super, super, super rewarding. I know that we are work, we are here, want to have a, a good life. It's a, it's a business that is non-profit. So we are here to make money. But it's very rewarding too to see how the people enjoy the food and how they connect to their traditions or their family. So I think one of the key words is the passion. The passion that you put in the restaurant, in everything that you do, it's very important. And there are ups and downs. Uh, one thing about this business is that you don't have a steady income because one day could be horrible and another day could be like packed. So you have to make those adjustments. And uh, and the only thing that I, I, I can give advice is to be very passionate in what you do. And don't just throw the towel the first. If you see that it's not working, you have to have like a strategy and see, okay, one of the things that we know is that people have to eat. That's when, when COVID hit, uh, I was very worried because we invest on the patio and uh, we had a loan for, to do that. And the, when COVID hit, we closed the restaurant, well, partially as all the restaurants. We never, uh, we always work. But my mom was like, take it easy. The people have to eat. So let's see how we do in order to take that food into their houses or to the, the, the doors. So we were able to have a couple of uh, uh, three, three um, contracts with the county and different other agencies in order to survive the pandemic, and we did it. So the thing is that just to be passionate about what you do and uh, don't let your guard down. Uh, there are going to be many days that are going to be horrible, but another one is something is going to come and uh, you're going to make it. So I think the, the key word is passion. Well, that's going to be it. Um, I'll let you go. Uh, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. And But yeah, I'll see you around and uh, have a good night, Ronia. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. Good night, all. Thank you. That was Ronia from El Borrego Restaurant. It was such a delight to bring Ronia. And I really loved the last bit of this interview. Uh, finding passion for what you do, what you love. 
that's something that a lot of people like and it's kind of what I needed uh, moving forward onto season four and season five to be exact because season five is going to be big, but we're still miles away from that. But I'm very excited for what the future brings for Cata Nation. I'm very excited for what the future brings to what I and what the future brings to every past guest of Cata Nation. This show has single-handedly changed the life of me and everybody who's been a part of the show. And that's something that I will never take for granted. And listening to this back again was such a great thing to listen to. So thank you, Ronia, for those kind words at the end. And thank you, Ronia, for being on the show. This was just a delight. And you were such an excellent uh, time to be with. You're an excellent person. And I cannot wait for the next time I go to your restaurant. Maybe sooner than later. But I hope that everybody finds your restaurant. Finer 4280 El Cajon Boulevard here in San Diego City Heights. You do not want to miss out on this. And yes, I agree. The Jamaica is fantastic. But that's going to be it for this special edition of Cata Nation Studios. Next week is going to be a much, much different podcast as we will be discussing nonprofits, USD, and homelessness. Jesse Gonzalez joins for the first time ever on a podcast here on Cata Nation Studios, so we'll see you next week. We are Cata Nation. Then you left in the dust Unless I stuck by you You're a sunflower I think your love will be too much Or you'd be left in the dust Unless I stuck by you You're the sunflower You're the sunflower Like what you heard? Keep listening to the amazing podcast here on wearecatenation.buzzsprout.com. And also find me, Catenation Studios, on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, go to at wearecatenation, Catenation Studios, for more.